Hi, folks. It's Mike Callahan again. Welcome back. I uh, hope you're enjoying the, the podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out again to my good friend Jeff Devereaux at No Veteran Left Behind. He continues to support the work that we're doing. And in fact, he's one that introduced me to uh, today's guest in the, in the virtual studio. Uh, his name is Colonel Sousa. He's uh, got an illustrious career in the Army, started as a private and retired as a, as a colonel. So he's really uh, accomplished a tremendous amount and continues to do an awful lot of work in support of veterans and, and helping people in the, in the community. So I was thrilled to have the opportunity to interview him. And uh, I know that he'll, he's got a lot of stuff to share that you're going to enjoy listening to. So with no further ado, uh, Colonel Susie, if you would, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, good morning. As uh, Mike said, I uh, joined the Army as a private. I had an opportunity to go to OCS. Uh, did 12 and a half years in active duty in the Army and then uh, 22 and a half years in the Army Reserve. Uh, and while I was there, I uh, got a job with the Army Reserve as a civilian employee. Uh, so I did 20 plus years uh, there working for the federal government. Uh, since I retired, um, I became a service officer, worked for the Vietnam Veterans of America for a couple of years. And now I'm involved with uh, several organizations basically to give back to veterans. And I was telling Mike that, uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, uh, it's not COVID. I was telling Mike that, uh, you know, this is, I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for the military and so this is my way to give back to uh, veterans and people that are still serving in the guard and reserve and uh, those that are still serving our country and uh, there's there's a lot of information that i've learned over the years that uh, i wish i'd have known you know back when i was first getting off active duty uh, and when i was a member of the reserves uh, that, that might have helped me or my family. And so, uh, again, with what I've learned, this gives me an opportunity to give back to, you know, folks like you uh, that may be just getting back out into society after being on active duty or, again, members of the Guard and Reserve. And, and hopefully I can be of assistance. Well, great. Thank you. I'm sure I'm sure you're going to have a, a lot to share with us. Are there any, a uh, couple, two or three key uh, thoughts you have, key suggestions you might have for people that are that are rotating out of the military. What, mm -hmm. what thoughts do you have? Uh, first thing is uh, they need to file their DD-214 with the uh, county clerk's office. Then they need to register with the Veterans Administration. And then while they're there, if they had any injuries or uh, illnesses that caused them uh, hospitalization or, or some uh, serious medical attention, uh, they need to file a claim with the VA and uh, get that process started early because they may be entitled to benefits. Um, I was the same way. I had a couple surgeries on active duty. Um, I never even thought about filing a claim with the VA until I was almost ready to retire from the reserves, actually. And someone suggested that I do that. So I, I filed a claim. Uh, I'm actually 100% disabled through the Veterans Administration because of uh, the knee surgery I had. And I also have a chronic kidney disease, which was developed uh, during my time in the reserve. So um, that's a that's a great benefit. Um, and a lot of people miss out on, on the VA and they don't think that they're entitled to anything. Or they think, uh, as I learned uh, working with Vietnam Veterans of America, a lot of veterans feel that those benefits are out there for somebody else, uh, someone else who's worse off than they are. And, and in actuality, there's money for everyone. And the benefits are there. Uh, the system is there for everyone. Uh, the hospitalization, all those things are available. Uh, 
free pharmacy, you know, you can go there and get all the checkups and medical exams. Uh, my glasses are provided by the VA. Um, I'm wearing hearing aids. Uh, under my microphones here, my headset. Uh, those are both provided by the VA. And again, I never would have known that those were things that were available to me uh, or anyone else. So I, I encourage you to do that. Uh, the other thing is to reach out. And uh, one thing I've learned is there are multiple organizations out there that are that are centered around veterans. And, uh, you know, the No Veteran Left Behind is a really good example because they offer housing, uh, mental health assessments. Uh, they will help you get hooked up with the VA. Uh, if you ended up with a uh, less than honorable discharge from the military, they will help you upgrade that to at least a general discharge so you are entitled to more VA benefits, those kind of things. Um, but if you're, you're homeless, uh, and if you if you're married and have a family and you're homeless, uh, which happens a lot, um, these different organizations are out there to help you. Um, if you go through the Michigan Veterans uh, Coalition or Michigan Med Veterans Association, uh, that's one way to go. Uh, reaching out through the No Veteran Left Behind is another one. Uh, but there's there's a ton of organizations that are all out there specifically for veterans and all offer a lot of different services. Um, they may they offer clothing, housing. Um, I know I was involved in a monthly kind of stand down at the VA hospital where we gave away uh, clothes and shoes periodically. Um, veterans had a chance. This is primarily for homeless veterans, but uh, any veteran could participate and you get a free haircut. Um, sometimes they offer uh, kind of minimal examinations, those kind of things, but they will also hook you up uh, with the VA. Uh, the VA has a section for homeless people. Um, they have, uh, at least in the Detroit VA, they have a facility uh, up in the six or seven floor uh, specifically for people that are transitioning and trying to get back out into society. Uh, they'll also help with jobs and those kind of things. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of resources available and I'd recommend you reach out and do that. Um, and oh, also, um, when you first get off active duty, you're eligible to apply for unemployment for a year, which I didn't, I never knew that either. Uh, when I got off active duty, I was trying to support my family and, you know, had I known that I could, could also apply for unemployment for that year, that would have been pretty helpful. So uh, there are resources out there. And um, I, I guess my biggest concern is I'm not sure how we track people that are first getting off active duty. Um, we don't, I know there are people coming back to Michigan every day that are getting off active duty, but we don't know who they are. And uh, so if, if you're a veteran or a member of the Guard and Reserve and you meet somebody who has just gotten off active duty, um, tell them about these resources that are available and, you know, the unemployment benefits and all those things and try to help also push them in the right direction so that they're not, they're not struggling because it's a big change. And uh I, I know after active duty, I learned it was a whole different world being out there in the civilian world. And uh, it does take a lot to transition and get back into that that mindset of being a civilian and you know those kind of things. Uh, however, the things that you learned in the military will help you the rest of your life. Um, a good work ethic, uh, being on time for work, uh, working while you're there. Um, you know, those kind of things that will get the respect of managers and supervisors that they don't necessarily see from other employees. So that'll kind of help you stand out ahead of everyone else, uh, you know, so take advantage of that as well.
That's you. You're really hitting a lot of key things. Uh, one thing is, uh, if you'd be willing, you'll we'll put your email address uh, on this. Sure. Call. So anyone who's listening and wants to to reach out to, to Colonel Sousa to get a little bit more information, feel free to do that. Also, I'll have my web page and link out there. We uh, put a little plug in for this. We also have a workshop coming up in January. Uh, to explore a lot of the things that uh, Colonel Sousa just talked about. Uh, the idea that we've learned when you're in the military, project management, project discipline, and, and, and learning how to uh, make things happen are skills that you develop, and you can leverage those in the civilian world. And this is a, it's a process. It's a transition. And so we've got this workshop coming up in January, and you're going to hear more about that, and we'll be promoting that on this podcast also. But... Uh, what, another thing is if you might not feel that you need the resources that are available, but one of your buddies might. And so refer them to some of these resources that uh, Colonel Sousa talked about. It's really great. What else? What other thoughts do you have? That, uh, um, one other thing is uh, a lot of employers don't appreciate the experience you've had in the military, particularly your leadership experience. And so... Um, you know, there are job fairs out there and that's, that's an opportunity for you to go and, ex, you know, express what you've done, but it's, a lot of them still can't envision, you know, what you, what you've done. And so uh, the other thing you need to do is get someone to help you with a resume that will uh, change your military experience into civilian related experiences. Uh, and I, I've gone to some some job fairs where the the uh, employers are enthusiastic about hiring veterans, but they don't know what you've done, and they they don't appreciate you know what you've done in a lot of cases, and so they may only offer you uh, a minimum wage job just to get your. I mean that's okay to get your foot in the door, but if you're married and already have a couple kids and you have to support your family, you know minimum wage is not going to cut it. So a, a good resume will help boost you up maybe to the next level. Uh, and I always use as an example uh, a young staff sergeant who has led a convoy of vehicles in Iraq or Afghanistan for example in the amount of leadership responsibilities that you have um, in organizing that convoy providing for security uh, taking care of all the personnel in your convoy you know, all those things all the coordination everything it takes to do that uh, that's a lot of responsibility for a young you know 23 24 year old soldier as an example and those are the kind of experiences that you need to put into the, to a resume format and let that that employer out there understand the responsibilities that you've had even at a, at a young age so I think that's really important uh, to develop that and there are organizations out there that'll help you develop those those resumes. Uh, there's also the Hero to Hire program, which is now run by the Veterans Administration. If you go on to the Veterans to the VA website, uh, it's uh, www.va.gov. Uh, there's an employment section in there, and the Hero to Hire will help you uh, write those resumes uh, they will take your military ex experience and interpret that into civilian technology and terminology. So uh, that's a really good site. Um, I One of the volunteer things I do, we, we used to manage that program, but the VA took it over a couple of years ago. Uh, a lot of jobs out there. 
um, they will call you, say, hey, we have a job in Indiana. Are you willing to go do an interview? Uh, they will help set that interview up for you um, if you're willing to move or there may be you know, jobs here in Michigan. And then they will do a follow-up and see how you, how you did. Um, but again, they'll help you with the resume and whatever else you need. So that's a good good program that a lot of people aren't aware of. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Well, and also uh, we'll put on this podcast too, the link to my website where we do work with uh, veterans and helping you tell your story more effectively. And that's what it's right. all about is right. you have a story to tell and let's figure out how to, how to tell that story in civilian jargon, in terminology, exactly. uh, get it out of the military jargon that we're so familiar in using. Well, listen, are there any other final thoughts that you have before we wrap up? Um, no, well, I want to thank all the veterans for their service. Um, for those of you that are still serving in the Guard and Reserve, uh, use that experience you gained on active duty. Uh, but I want to wish everybody luck in your transition out into the civilian community. Okay, I appreciate that. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to, to talk with my, us. And my pleasure. It's really inspirational, and I, ho I hope a lot of our listeners take advantage of uh, some of the recommendations you're making. Thanks again, and be my safe. My pleasure. Have a great day. Yeah, you as well, Mike. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.